Hi, this is Brad from Comic Experience Sci-Fi. It's podcast number nine on February 21st. We're at Able Ideas' beautiful offices in Birmingham, Michigan. I'm here today with Nick Moretti, Hello. Amber Rashan, Howdy. Mark Myers, and Dabba. oh my God, I can't believe it's you, the Q. That's right. <laughs> now that's a good nickname. We, <laughs> we are so totally going to get our witch on, but first, the news. Yes. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, following up on last week's main topic, which was Deadpool. Uh, Yay. Ass hats. This week, uh, Deadpool is number one yet again at the box office. Pulled yes, in a cool yes. fifty-five million. Not a uh, surprise. Which uh, well, that's not a lot of money. Though. From the release date up till today, that's made it the highest-grossing X-Men movie of all time. So of all the you know Wolverine spinoffs, all the different X-Men movies, it's now ranks number one. Excellent. And in related <laughs> news, Mr. Burns. Uh, in related news, we've got uh, news about Wolverine 3, which I think uh, Q can enlighten us on, right? Rated R! <laughs> yes. It's about damn time Wolverine orders fucked up Deadpool and it was PG-13. It was more like G because that shit sucked. And then the Wolverine was pretty good, but it was what, PG-13 too? So, so we're looking for a, a Kill Bill style Wolverine? Where, I would love that. Where people will fall apart in pieces. I would love that. Snick, Snick, Snick. And all that other. And I would love that. And it'll tell more people to f- go fuck themselves. That would be awesome. <laughs> but see, my only thing is okay. Don't now, get is me this wrong. still Hugh Jackman? Yes, this is his last time playing Wolverine. Okay. And, the, and the rumor that came out this week is that it, all indications appear this will be Old Man Wolverine. Old Man, so, old man Logan. Logan. Old Man Logan, sorry. Okay. So, okay, this is my only cons- question. Because they always keep saying this Deadpool movie was the first rated R comic book. But even if you don't want to count the graphic novels. Well, we talked. I we, gave you a, said a that last yeah. R rated movie. But okay, so my whole thing is why couldn't they make Wolverine write rated R from Blade? Because to me, Blade was very successful. Three sucked. Not we know like that. this, though. Blade was never well, like this. Well, and you have to remember the X Men movies where Wolverine originated. They, those were all PG, PG thirteen movies, so they don't, they're not yeah. going to alienate that core audience and all of a sudden turn it R rated. Yeah, most of the the other Wolverine movies are around children, the X Men children, and you know he's always under you know Logan shut the you know, and that character was always portrayed as a leader. Right, exactly. He was the main character. Probably. I'm against R-rated comic book movies unless it's something like the 300 or you know something that's where the comic book was R-rated. Then the movie can be R-rated. Superhero movies, come on, they're still on some level for ten year olds, and and they have to keep that in mind. There's plenty of violence already. What what does it need? You know, how are they gonna? Is it if it's not for language, which Wolverine never swore, obviously in the comic books, no nobody swore. And yes, I'm sorry, folks, I have not seen Deadpool yet, so I don't know why it's rated R. I guess because of the action and the violence. But because how violent does it need to be? How graphic does it need to be? Comic book violence is PG-13 violence, and they can keep it. Well, I think the dildo in Deadpool's ass made it R-rated. Ah, the dildo in Deadpool's ass. I had yeah, there was a pretty that. good sex scene too. It was yeah. probably one of the weirdest. Best sex scenes in the entire comic book world. Hmm. Well, it was a whole three. The only one. It was a whole three hundred and sixty-five day well, uh, the sex yeah. session. Yeah. The Deadpool comic is a rated R kind of comic, and I never read it. Yeah, yeah. So and, and in I've that been, case, yeah, I've but not Wolverine. More of it. And Denver, you asked, is it really that heavy? 
in the books, and it turns out it is. He makes a lot of innuendos, and they're not, if you know what he's talking about, you're like, oh my God, I can't believe he just said that. Well, but it's not as explicit as oh, the no, movie. Oh, no. The movie's very right. explicit. It, it totally passes, you know, the nuns would let you read it, because, of course, they wouldn't understand the innuendos, but he's constantly, and there's there's a lot of, uh, what is it, uh, pound, at, percent, exclamation point. Where they bleep out. The yeah, exactly. And they the do swear. that in there, too. All right, well, we have other comic book sequel news. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy yep, yep, Volume yep. 2 released yes, the yes. first image. And Mark, who is going to be uh, the new uh, addition to the Guardians of the Galaxy movie? Are Kurt you? Russell. Yeah, Kurt Russell. Yeah. And they say he's playing Star-Lord's father, but they're not sure who he's playing. Well, they haven't confirmed that, but that's everyone's saying that yeah. he's going to be Chris Pratt's daddy-o. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Great casting. Uh-oh, Q looks... Nothing. No, no, I don't. Can't tell you. All right. <laughs> so does that mean um, uh, Goldie Hawn's his mom? <laughs> that would be cool. That okay. The way she's been looking lately, I hope not. Right, it'd be a stepmom, because well, no, his mom yeah, died. Mom died. Yeah, mom, yeah. <laughs> I mean, she, if she's an alien, yeah, great. Yeah. Well, no, wasn't the... Da- okay, never mind. Go ahead. Okay, we have got a little bit more uh, sequel news. Um, Blade Runner 2... Uh, the release date has been oh. announced, January 2018. Now, people are automatically questioning why January, because that's usually where they go to park the, <laughs> the shithole right. movies that no one wants to see. So that's raised a few flags. But the what I thought was interesting was that the original Blade Runner was set in 2019. So the sequel <laughs> will be coming out theoretically Unless they're unless they're you know advancing the storyline right. thirty plus years. Well, there was always you know, a contention that Ford, um, that uh, Harrison Ford was a machine, a replicant. Yeah, correct. replicant. Yeah. Yes, that Ridley Scott has gone on record to say that he is a replicant, but the movie doesn't really right strongly indicate one way or the other. Can you imagine if he is a bad guy? He's playing the Roy Batty. Part in this, oh, in this I strong I strongly reject that Deckard is a replicant, even though you're right, Ridley Scott retroactively said he was, but in the original print he's not. Only in I think I don't know which cut, there's like four different versions of it, and I have them on Blu-ray, yeah. but in one of the cuts Deckard's eyes are red for a split second and that's supposed to indicate that he's a replicant but if he's a replicant the whole movie makes no sense whatsoever so I mean the whole end of the movie where Batty saves Deckard's life because he learned to value all life well if Deckard's just another replicant it doesn't really have any meaning to it so that's why I never understood why he felt he had to do that except like oh yeah he was a replicant twist ending yeah yeah yeah. and wouldn't he have powers too yeah he'd be strong he'd be yeah I don't know it didn't make any sense and it doesn't make any sense no expiration date well yeah here's the problem though Uh, Harrison Ford is in the sequel and he's old. And he's old. Yeah, so I think that kind of throws the replicant yeah. issue out the window, but unless he was based off of a real ah, person. Well, let me. Did let Ridley me Scott just directing you. the new one? He's producing okay. and writing, but okay. he's not okay. directing. Okay, Denny Veneuve is directing. If and you, Ryan you, Gosling is uh, star. You, you guys okay. all saw Terminator Genesis, right? Yes. Okay. Terrible. Where you see where? Yeah, I was say, unfortunately, well, yes, I did. the CGI. <laughs> the CGI on it has has. Uh, Arnie, Arnie, young Arnie, here, here uh, fighting Arnie, 
just came in through the bubble naked. About well, they to did beat that him. with Michael Douglas and Ant Man at the beginning. Right, right. they reverse staged him. Right, but Stewart and McKellen and X Men exactly. Uh, but what they no. did was that Last they man. just CGI'd Arnie's original face onto the actor. There's no reason why they couldn't CGI. Harrison face Ford. onto the uh, but that was a, that was a pretty act, brief scene. I mean, Harrison Ford as a replicant that's going to be a lot. Of, oh, absolutely, a lot of work. If it's all they got to do is find part. somebody with moderate the a right body build. I mean, he was he was fully clothed the whole time. But, but it, Arnold was a machine in age, so if Harrison Ford is turns out to be a replicant, he can, come up he can with age. Some yeah, right. concoction. Yeah, I mean, Roy Batty didn't look like a young man. He had white hair and everything. But he was a young man. He just looked right. older. I mean, Rucker Howard was young back yeah. then. I like to bring up also the fact that this movie is being uh, released in January, right in the wave of Episode Eight, Star Wars Episode Eight. Ah, so that why, might be why are they putting it in January, like right in the middle of that? They're, they're well, no, that could be exactly why they're doing it because you're not going to have Harrison Ford in that movie. So for all the people missing Harrison Ford in <laughs> Star Wars, oh, go see him in Blade Runner. That's a good point. <laughs> Maybe that's the thinking. They're trying know. to ride when's, that, when's that publicity wave. Coming out? That's this year. This, okay. this December, yep. Okay. Uh, okay, so we got one more sequel-related uh, item, and I wish Chris was here to talk to this. Uh, they released a set of... Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle 2 posters, and as good as the trailer looked, the the posters were like the exact opposite. They were just the most generic, lame, boring posters. So they look like Spider Man posters. Yes, exactly. Really? Yep. It's a, like like they photoshopped knees in the armpits. Well, no, standing. Well, no, they're standing on like skyscrapers with the oh. sunset. What about uh, Rocksteady and the the other one? They don't. No, have... these are just the character posters. Oh well, who needs that? And Chris brought well, we up. Still a good, have that from the last time. Chris brought up a good point. You know, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. They're more of a nocturnal uh, mm-hmm. storyline, so they should be at night. They should be down in the sewers. Yeah. They shouldn't. But be. I got these guys are supposedly coming out. To the line of day now, though, like these guys are being seen. In yeah, the so daytime. I guess if that, they're that changing makes sense, the whole, if that's this new story. You know what? They changed. The, they might as well just say, "Fuck it, we're gonna do whatever the hell we want to do," because they fucked up the first one anyway. Yeah, yeah, the first one wasn't very good. They could well, just kind of yeah. pretend that one <laughs> didn't happen. I mean, shit, you can't. Just pretend, kidding. The, the shit yeah. was fucking terrible. Okay, so we got uh, some anniversary <laughs> news. I thought this would be interesting to talk about briefly. Uh, Ultraman had 50th. a 50th anniversary. Uh, wow. You know what? You know, you're just going to keep doing this. This is the third week in a row you've brought up that motherfucker. Ultraman? What's the matter? Ultraman was awesome. No, no. Yeah. We just brought up Ultraman in response to, uh, you know, your... Vol- Voltron? Your, yeah, and your Power Ranger uh, obsession. Back before CGI, Ultraman, Ultraman was, and dubbing aside... If you needed to see a, some kind of superhero fighting a monster from who knows what alien aspect, Ultraman was your go-to TV show. It is my. Uh, the reason I brought up Ultraman is uh, we posted a little sur- unofficial survey on our Facebook page uh, asking who really would win in a battle, uh, and... The only two that really mattered was Ultraman and Godzilla. Well, King Kong was on there. Yeah, but... Where's Giant Robot? (laughs) Rough. (laughs) (laughs) My question to Nick is, because he's kind of an aficionado of both Godzilla and Ultraman, if there was a battle between the two, 
whose money would uh, would? Well, that we can sort of semi answer that question. As all Ultraman fans know, there's an episode of Ultraman where the Godzilla suit was mm-hmm. used for the monster, except they put a fin around his neck because they made him like a sea creature. I remember that one. Yes. Yeah, so Ultraman did defeat that. Uh, he ripped it off. He ripped the fin off, yeah. and then the creature. It was kind of a. Sort of a set. There were a lot of heavy emotional episodes of Ultraman. It was a very dramatic was show. The, was that the same episode where that scientist built, uh, created the monster? And yeah. He, and he walks and like steps on the guy's house? Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, exactly. It was a sort of a mad scientist. He had and, big white hair. It, yes. Yeah, and and the hair that. was actually a wig because yeah. he was disguised as some yes, as a I doctor. Remember that. But yeah, yeah, it was based on the Loch Ness monster idea was what this Godzilla creature was. So as far as who would win in a fight... Probably it's hard, you know. Ultraman has more brains and more power, but Godzilla is like indestructible. He's kind of like the Hulk, you know. It's it's some somebody could beat the Hulk up and knock and, him out, but, but he, he's not Ultraman had a time limit. He did. He can only he only last five minutes in Earth's atmosphere. Right. So, so that was his Achilles. That to, well, that and be distance between starting the fight and the next commercial break. Right. And let me, while we're just quickly on the subject of Ultraman, I, not. A lot of people aren't quite aware of this, but Ultraman to this day is a huge property in Japan, kind of like James Bond still is here. He is their Superman. Ever since 1966, when that first show came out, there has never been a let up in Ultraman films, TV shows, product, you name it. He is the man. There's even an Ultraman like Disney World in in Japan. For people that are. Ultraman Land, it's called. For for people who aren't familiar with the character, can you just give us a quick synopsis of who Ultraman is? what it is yeah it, the show it was a japanese kid show um very expensive uh, special effects uh edgy Subaraya, who created uh godzilla and all of those famous special effects from all those various god man in a suit monster movies as they became known he produced this show and it was about a group called the science patrol also known as the scientific uh investigate it's scientific investigation uh, organization, I think they went by that name too. But it was five people. One of them, Hayata, is accidentally killed by Ultraman's ship while Ultraman is pursuing a creature, and Ultraman gives Hayata his life. So that way, whenever there's danger threatening, Ultra, uh, Hayata can use the beta capsule, which is this, you know, pen, this device he holds in his hand. He becomes Ultraman. He's 40 meters tall. That way he can fight Godzilla-sized creatures. So week to week he would fight giant lizards or aliens. And and then after uh, three 12-episode seasons, Ultraman gave way to Ultra 7, which was the next Ultra show. And and then then, then there was Ultraman Jack and Ultraman Tiga and and all the Ultraman Leo. So it just never stopped. uh, They got good and they created Power Rangers. Yes. So anyway, that's my Ultraman speech. Great, great. Thanks for filling us in. Sure. Did he ever lose that capsule? Did anybody ever steal that capsule? Well, in the last episode, he loses and leaves Earth. Now, in the dubbed English version, they make it sound like he's just going away to get fixed and he'll be back one day. But in the Japanese Uh, language version, that's it. Ultraman leaves. Hayata's life is restored. And that's the end of the story of Ultraman. Oh, wow. When I was a little kid, I loved that show so much. I used to take the the thing from the toilet um, 
paper dispenser uh, handle. Oh, thing. yeah, yeah. And I used that for a beta capsule. <laughs> That's probably what they made the real one out of. <laughs> yeah. So sad. Oh. Just so fucking Good sad. stuff. I know. That's how, before iPads and the internet. That's when kids. I didn't have iPads either. You yeah. acted like we I was had born. Game Boys, right? That's when. No. That's when children had to be more creative and use their imagination with like simple household objects. You know. You know. Plungers, you know. My generation, we had. You know, we, we didn't our, have the actual replicas they make now. You know. Okay. Yeah, 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 softball, born softball in, in a in a, a a plunger held in there with gum that made a great scepter or a mace or all kinds of good stuff. All right, we got some comic book news. Uh, Q, <sighs> fill us in on this DC Rebirth. It's a, a new a new relaunch of sorts. Well, it's not a relaunch. It's more of a. And do it without the heavy breathing. Breathe. <laughs> uh oh, it's getting ugly in here. It's getting ugly. <laughs> well, Too late. It, it, it's been ugly when Mark walked in the room. <laughs> but uh. <sighs> <sighs> Where are those transmissions you intercepted? Well, you know, I what just have you love done with those, those plans? Movies and those screenshot <laughs> movies. Whatever, Mark. It's cool. Sorry. All right, all right. DC Rebirth. Come on, let's stay on target. Stay on target. It's Iron Lung. I am on target. Um. Anyway, it, it's 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 not really a, a um relaunch per se. It's them going back to the uh, original numbers. So certain comic books are gonna go back to like. Action Comics is coming back, so now we'll actually probably get that Action Comics number a thousand that everybody's been waiting on. So it's not necessarily them relaunching; it's them well, taking certain characters a few, and going back to the original numbers. A few years numbers. ago, DC relaunched their entire universe, right. correct? A new, new fifty two, right. which was the Paradox Flashpoint Paradox. How many? Okay, how many uh, issues did they do with the new fifty twos? Well, they still have. They still have the new fifty two. Every character is not going back to their original numbers because so some characters have flourished in the new Fifty Two. So they're some leaving those haven't. and they're rebirthing, rebirthing kind of the probably dead. like Batman, Superman, stuff like that. It just came out a few days ago. It's not really a lot of information on it. Can you define the new Fifty Two? Because I don't, I don't, I've seen that. And I don't know what it means. Well, well, it was, it was. Um, I want to say after Infinite Crisis or something like that. They kind of redid all of. Uh, well, Everybody's origin story, pretty much. They took 52 characters and redid their whole origin story. Okay, so man. there was like the new Justice League, the new Batman, which is Damian Wayne became Robin. That's a new thing. The new Teen Titans. Everybody got a new origin story because of what happened in the events of, I want to say, it, it had to be probably Flashpoint event. Okay. What I had to say was the Flashpoint. Because the crisis thing that happened. That was years back. ago. That so was, it was, that it was, was the, the Flashpoint. Yeah. It was the Flashpoint um, event that just happened, and they relaunched the whole thing. Flash went back in time, saved his mama, it was all bad. Okay. That's produced as... Uh, that's that's what I Thomas call a flashback. Wayne, that's when Thomas Wayne became Batman. I love that animated movie. Instead of... Did you see it? Yeah. Oh, I love that. Bruce Wayne, what happened was, Flash went back in time and saved his mom. So, instead of Thomas Wayne and Martha Wayne dying, Bruce died, got shot by the, bur by the thief. And... Because of what happened, Thomas Wayne became Batman, but Martha became the Joker. So by seeing and, and what? Thomas has a, uses a gun and uses too. guns, and if you watch the movie, the little animated movie, he's chasing after Harley Quinn. 
and Superman is an alien captured by the government. Government. He, he landed like, in Metropolis instead of in Smallville. Yeah. So he's captured by the government, and Cyborg is the world's greatest hero. That sounds well, great. So and then the Aquaman What's the and Wonder Woman are at war. The Justice League Flashpoint Paradox. Aquaman oh, and Wonder okay. Woman and, and Lance, yeah, yeah. Right. Atlantis and uh, oh yeah, Themyscira are at war. Okay, let's not recap the whole storyline because we've got yeah. a lot to cover but here. But that's what the New 52 was about. And that's going to start now, this summer, correct? Yes, Rebirth is starting this summer. Okay, great. Um, let's go over quickly a few events that are happening in the uh, local Metro Detroit area. Um, next weekend, we've got the Great Lakes Comic Con over at the Macomb Community College. And Nick, you've been to that oh, several yeah. times. Yeah, Great Lakes, like, Great Lakes Comic Expo, I think is what it's called. Oh, Expo, I, I yes, think, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, in fact, we were out. They had they do a few shows a year. Um, they do a major one, and they do a few smaller ones. And we were at the smaller one last year interviewing. But I was also at the major one, too. And yeah, it, aside from Motor City Comic Con, I think it's uh, Metro Detroit's best comic show, at least that I've been to. Um, there's a couple new ones. There's one in Lansing in a few weeks uh, that I've never been to. Um, but it's a great show. Lots of toys, lots and lots of comic books, and awesome prices on graphics. Graphic novels. So if you collect like I do, uh, graphic novels, um, that's you know the, that's one of the best things you can do at these comic shows is really stock up on graphic novels. And this uh, this year's uh, expo has a '70s '80 theme, uh, and they're actually going to have a free play arcade area nice. there. So that'll be fun. And that's uh, just so people know that's only on Friday night and Saturday during the day. So it's not quite like the. The comic yeah. that has all weekend long. And then uh, something interesting that actually started this weekend that might be fun for people to check out. Uh, I'm not familiar with it myself, but RoboCop the Musical is uh, playing down at the City Theater in Detroit. At, that's where the old Second City was. Right. So it's obviously it's a comedy uh, with the Wait, title Is that like Hockey that. Town? Yeah, right yeah. in Hockey Town right okay. there. Yep. yep. And then uh, uh, the, also this week... We've got Thursday night. There is a world premiere of the fan film. Uh, there's a new Star Trek fan this film that was made uh, in Michigan. It's a feature length film. It's, it'll be playing at the Main Art Theater Thursday, I believe, at 7 o'clock. Okay. Uh, if you can't make it out, look for it on YouTube because I believe, like, a, a few days or a week later, they are going to release it on YouTube because. Being that they obviously don't own the rights to do a Star Trek movie, they have to release it for free. And, you know, it's, it can't be a for-profit. So uh, what are they doing with the money? There's no money. Well, main art theaters letting people in for free? I mean, they're doing a donation to, you know, recoup the expense of. The Usually, it costs a thousand bucks to rent out a theater at the main art theater, and oh. then and then who and then whoever is putting on the movie, they make all the profits. Once it receives their thousand dollars back, okay, yeah, but I think they're just hoping to cover costs, yeah. they're not, it's yeah. not a profit. Oh, and venture. also, the movie, the, the Star Trek movie, also stars Paul Lang of Till We're Free and Matza Bry fame, yes, very, uh, very prominent local actor, yes. friend of ours, yes. Uh, and then lastly, for events, um. John Carpenter announced uh, the, his, the U.S. dates for his tour. He has two albums, well, one, that, one album that's out, one that's coming out. Uh, so he's going to perform that, those songs and hopefully some of the classic themes from his different movies. 
Uh, I've already got my tickets for uh, this uh, July 15th. He's going to be in Detroit at the Masonic Theater. Or how, Masonic much, how much Temple. were those tickets? I think the you can get some pretty cheap ones. I got the fairly close to the stage. They were like 75 bucks, And then they have like meet and greet packages, two, three, four hundred dollars oh, nice. um, So, yeah, check that out, Ticketmaster. I got two. Oh. I got two, so I got one extra. If anyone wants to, <laughs> anyone wants to go. Okay, so that's it for the events. Um, we had uh, one trailer and one what they're calling trailer announcement, which is yes. kind of a new thing. Uh, Ghostbusters released a trailer announcement. The uh, the the reboot, the actual trailer will be out on uh, March third. I uh, thought that was the dumbest thing. What, why can't you just come out with the trailer? Women. You know, I think they could charge for trailers. We, we, we really? know there will be a trailer Women. at some point. Really? You Women. know what? I think there's going to be a day where they're going to start charging for trailers. Women. Well, it's it's... It, trailers are so big now. I'm blaming it on women. Well, you technically you kind of did not have to at all. pay for trailers by going to the movie I didn't say theater. Fucking yeah. women. Okay, <laughs> we did have a real trailer that came out this week. So I and that, pornos. That's Midnight Special, Mark. I think you're familiar with the filmmaker behind that. Yeah, Jeff cool Nichols, the director behind Mud and Taken, which both like had oh. Michael Shannon in it. You know, and he's in this new movie too. But uh, it looks that's General Zod for you yeah. geeks out yeah. there. Yeah, this looks like sort of like a John Carpenter throwback kind of. Totally movie. does. It's like John Carpenter meets Firestarters. The yeah. vibe I got from it. Yeah, Stephen King. Yes. You know, John yep. Carpenter. It's, it looks like an '80s movie. Totally. Do we know? It's got a great it? cast. Oh, pardon me. Do we know who wrote it? Uh, I think Jeff Nichols Jeff wrote and Nichols. directed it. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay, yeah. So, so this is his first foray, screen. his first foray into kind of science fiction, into genre filmmaking. But he, but he, he started from its screenplay from original scratch, material. Is what you're saying yes, An original, not based, not, on, not based on a book or anything like that. But like that. Mark said, it's very reminiscent of I those Stephen of, King. Style. A lot of people like to do these homages now. Tarantino did it with Hateful Eight. Oh, it was yeah. a homage to Spaghetti his, his whole career Westerners is homage. And John Carpenter. You yeah. know, and Jack yeah, Carpenter. His movies are great. Yeah. yeah. A couple so. new movies that came out this week. But the one that interests us is The Witch, which is uh, the theme you, my for the, this episode. And uh, in light of The Witch, we uh, got our hands on some dark penance from Founders. Brad? Mmm, Founders Brewing. Well, I know you guys aren't big IPA fans, which this is, but I myself am enjoying it. This is called Dark Penance Imperial Black India Pale Ale. Uh, it has an interesting uh, composition, a heavy malt foundation. Includes crystal malt for sweetness and just enough midnight wheat malt to push the color to black. The bitterness is huge, but balanced by malt sweetness. The hop flavors and aromas range from citrus to floral, to pine, thanks to a delicious blend of hand-selected Chinook salmon and Centennial hops. No, the salmon I put in. I think it tastes like ass, personally. Why do you sound like you're reading a sex novel? Because I'm good. He's trying to sell. He's trying to sell. He's trying to sell. Yeah, come on. Are you getting paid on this I love the logo on this. It looks like some zombie old lady, you know. Oh, yeah. Serious hag action on there. Yeah, that's a witch. Classic Yeah, her nose almost touches her chin. That's. She looks like the witch from... 
Hansel uh, and Gretel. Yeah, I was gonna say Hansel yeah. and Gretel. Yeah. Now I I actually do like it. I, like you guys, I'm not a big IPA fan, but yeah, I think it's too it's, it's pretty darn good. But you've got to get past the bitterness. If you're All right. Not well, a, let me let me taste. If you're not this. a bitter beer fan, then you're not gonna like this. On my slut meter, we'll see what this is. In front of him, he'll spit it out all over me. Oh yeah, you made the face, made the face, ultimate slut. <laughs> I mean, this is one of the beers that. Uh oh, he's got to wash it down with some pop. If, you, if you'd like to clear your palate, oh my god! I just happen to have I mean, some delightful crisp and natural hard apple cider. That's a one night crisp. stand that you don't even want to. You you rather chew your arm off than risk waking her. <laughs> This what? beer came highly recommended from our uh, our our unofficial beer right. expert Shannon Longbread hey, Brewing Shannon. Export. Um, she recommended this, and uh, like I said, I'm not a bitter fan, but I, I think it's pretty darn good. And uh, she turned me on to an app called Beer Menus, which is actually pretty cool. You download the app, you type in the beer that you want, and, and, and it tells you where the stores around you are selling. So really? It could be for any beer. How could obviously. they know that? Apparently, they've got some online system where these companies or these wow. stores you oh, know, distributors. In. Yeah. Technology. I mean, that's like multiple database So I, I punched up the uh, I punched up uh, Dark Penance in the app, and it told me that there was Poor right over on Woodward, right down the street right. from us, that it was there. I popped in. The guy was super nice, took me right over to his founder's section, and there wow. was right on the shelf. He needs to burn that founder's section. So, <laughs> so if <laughs> well, you... Well, they're not, they're not all bad, are they? Have we, well, have they're we not all one? bitter. Right. They're not all IPAs. Yeah. Yeah. You guys are confusing bitter with bad, and there's a, a lot of no, fans. I, I, they both start with B, so what the fuck's <laughs> the difference? <laughs> I've been a bad influence. Yes, on that you, movie was so bitter. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, if you're looking for those hard to find kind of craft beers, check out the beer menus app. And if you're in the Royal Oak area, check out Pour. They were really cool, very helpful. And now on to our future presentation, Mark. Tell me, you saw the witch, please? Yes, I did. I saw the witch. It was not really a horror movie. It was a psychological drama. And without giving away spoilers, which is very hard to, to talk about this movie without really giving away what's going on. Yes, because we know you lack the intelligence to do that. Oh, we went there. Well, I'm not going to spoil this movie for our listeners. I, I, would, I would recommend they see it. It's an independent film. Uh, it was really well shot, well acted. It's got some really good, you know, I think British actors in it because they're all playing, you know, British people that immigrated over here to the United States, and they all used that vernacular. It was like they they actually used dialogue, actual like dialogue they used back then in that in the 1600s. Is that, is that when it's supposed to be? Yes. Oh, yeah, yes. they're all okay. essentially Puritan. they're all pilgrims okay. coming over so to America. So century. they're they're all English people. No technology. The movie would have helped if they had subtitles <laughs> because a lot right. of the language was like. Oh, it was like Shakespeare. Oh, that, right? it, was like, that it was like oh, shots. Yeah, it was really hard to understand, but you kind of felt like you yeah, knew what we, they were we going put on. The, we run subtitles on everything when we watch it on DVD because you can't understand but, anybody. When he gets it from the live, you missed your cue. Oh, you was, missed your fucking cue. Oh, 
Feel free to uh, cue to jump in on the <laughs> when he gets it from the library. Okay, got Jesus it. Yeah, I was Christ. I was too deep into thinking about my review of the movie that no one else went to go see. Well, no, actually, I saw it. <laughs> I'm talking about these guys. <laughs> and, uh, well, there's no superheroes in it. So exactly. Yeah. Right. Oh, that's right. It's a I don't want to see nobody and chasing it's not a science dog. Science fiction, so I'm not really interested. I really did like the fact how they did use that language. It, oh yeah. It, I felt like I was actually watching, like I was there. Yeah. In that it period. Was, it was really it was because it, it was mostly took place in at this farm, okay. And and the, I mean just just the whole set well, let's, design. Let's tell people the, uh, the basic premise of the story. Essentially, is you've got all these pilgrims coming over to New England from England, of course, and there is a family who is uh, very devout. You know, there was a lot of religious people, obviously, Quakers, back in that time. Yeah. They were outcasts from the regular community. They, but they were, well, There's uh, there was essentially two types of pilgrims. There's the pilgrims that wanted to get rich, to come to the new world, to set up trading. And then there was the ultra-religious uh, pilgrims that just wanted their f- religious freedoms to be able to worship and observe how they want to. This family is an example of that ultra-religious family that... This town that they were in, this settlement, was even too kind of liberal and not pious enough for them. So they essentially banned themselves out to the wilderness right on the edge of this forest where a witch is supposedly living. Hmm. Um, Now, what I thought was fascinating about it is it's part of one of the uh, what I call art house horror films that they've had the last couple of years. Uh, Like last year, you had It Follows. The year before that, you had The Babadook, where, like Mark said, these movies are more interested in telling a really great story with really interesting characters, and there are horror elements in it, but that's really not the focus well, of the movie. It's not really a bad thing either. No, no. It's, yeah, I mean, that's it's, actually really a good It's got like 88% on Rotten Tomatoes, so the critics love it. Uh, the crowd I was in, I went on a Saturday evening. It was pretty sparse, so I, I, I don't think it's going to make a lot of money. Um, but, it, yeah, it's a great movie. And there are some pretty fantastic horror elements in it, especially the end, which I won't reveal. Yeah. But it, they go full-on witch at the end, and it okay. is awesome. <laughs> yeah. But nice. what I will say about uh, the movie, and which is why I wanted to kind of make this the the topic of our conversation this week, is – Witches are a really potent, you know, uh, theme in fiction throughout mm-hmm. the years. Because if I mean, if you look at it, uh, men kind of seem to be drawn to witches because it represents this fear of a powerful woman, and uh, mm. women seem to be drawn to witches because it. It does give them that... It's feminism in its own way. It liberates yes, them from correct. the male. And in fact, it, it harkens back to a time when goddess and god were equal in power, when women were the priestesses, uh, especially when you talk about modern-day witch covens where women are... Sometimes they are only women, but often, for sure, a woman is equal to a man in, in witchcraft and Wicca. I haven't seen this movie yet, and I really want to, but I, so I don't know exactly what... Where they're going with it, especially if it's a period movie, um, but yeah, for sh- and also there's a sexual aspect to it. The 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 um, the Puritans of that period painted witches of people as women who had sex with the devil in order to attain their powers, and they would have mm-hmm. marks left on their body by where the devil bitter or whatever like that. And uh, and the, during the Salem witch trials, that's the kind of thinking that prevailed. Yeah, and this is movie almost plays out like a Salem witch trial prequel. Uh, 
that got us thinking about our favorite witches throughout uh, movies, TV, and comic books. Um, so I'm just going to quickly kind of talk about uh, some of the movies. Uh, in the 90s, there was a huge witch explosion, uh, mm-hmm. for lack of a better term. Uh, and I think it was really kicked off by um, the Witches of Eastwick. Mm-hmm. That came out in 1987, and that's by Mad Max director George Miller. So there is kind of a geeky connection there. Right. Um, and throughout the 90s, on both uh, in both movies and TV, there was a ton of witch stuff. I'm just going to kind of give you a quick rundown. Um, in 1990, we had The Witches, which is based on the Nicholas... Uh, Angelica uh, Houston, right? Yeah, it's, yep. it's, ba- it's Nicholas Rogue directed it, um, who also did... Uh, the Man Who Fell from Earth. Earth. So we got another sci-fi connection there. Um, but it's based on the, uh, what's the author, the children's author who did? Ralph uh, Dahl. Yes, thank you. Um, which I just read to my kids, and we just watched the movie, and they're both great, so I highly recommend He wrote it. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, folks, and James and the Giant Peach. Yep, and the big friendly giant, Fantastic BFG. Mr. Fox. Yes, correct. Yeah, so. Which is it, also a very popular Very good, movie. very good. So, Kinda okay, creepy, so. creepy, though. And so that's 1990. 1993, we had Hocus Pocus, which I wasn't a big fan of. But boil in trouble. Bette Midler, though, you can't go yes. wrong. Yes, and I think especially girls of that period love, love, love oh, that Hocus movie because I, every single day online I see Hocus Pocus sequel news, which never pans out. Um, then you had shortly after that, you had The Craft. With Ned Campbell, Fusible. That was was obviously a more serious take. Robin Tunney. Yes, Robin Tunney, yep. And then uh, we also had, in the 90s, you had Practical Magic. Sandra Bullock. Yep. Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman, yep. So, I mean, you could just tell there was just a ton, a ton of witch stuff. Let me see. I know there was a couple more. Um, Oh, uh, the 90s. We kind of wrapped up the 90s with the Blair Witch Project. Which was a yeah. huge phenomena. Yeah. You never actually saw the witch, you know, in the movie, but that kind of kicked off that whole found footage uh, revival. And then on TV in that same time period, you had a lot of shows um, in the '90s. You had um, Charmed, which I believe was the Aaron Spelling show. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, let's see, we had Sabrina the Teenage Witch, then you had Buffy, Buffy. the Vampire Buffy Slayer, the Vampire Slayer. strong witch theme. So you could see that the, the 90s was a real fertile period. So I was trying to think, you know, because we were talking about that whole feminist angle, what, what was in the 90s that kind of, you know, sparked such a, uh, a run on uh, witches? Because we're seeing that now. Bill Clinton. Yeah, that could have been. That could have been. Because, uh, yeah, we had, uh, uh, what's C- your Coming name? off the first Bush. And eight years of Reagan, that yep. would make women crazy. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. Because right now wow. we're kind of in a bit of a res- witch resurgence. Um, uh, we had American Horror Story Coven, which is a whole season dedicated to witches. To, yep, with uh, uh, who's the who's Jessica Lange. Jessica Lange, thank you. Yep. And then uh, we've got witches in Game of Thrones. We got witches in Hemlock Grove. We had actually on, uh, I believe it's TBS, Salem, a right. uh, whole show oh, dedicated yeah. just to witches. Witches in True Blood. True yep. Blood, yep. Exactly. There's a season of that. Season then, of True oh, Blood. Yeah, that was a witch, Supernatural yeah. as witches, the originals. There was, was even originals? a uh, 
Uh, there was even a Witches of Eastwick knockoff, yep. just called Eastwick. Wick. Yep. And then there was like a, I don't know if it was a spoof. I never saw it, but they have Witches of East End, which was kind of <laughs> like the 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 Gossip Girls of <laughs> Witches, right. I guess you could say. Once Upon a Time. Once Upon right? a Time, hot, Sleepy Hollow. Sleepy Hollow. So yeah. you can just Are see. Are there witches in Sleepy Hollow? Oh yeah, the wi- the, the, the the wife, the wife. Oh, no. oh Miranda Richardson's yes. wife is a witch. Miranda a witch. Richardson was the witch. In, in the movie, I'm talking about the, sh- the movie. Oh, the <laughs> we're movie. We're talking about the yeah, TV, yeah, show. Yeah, I know. TV show. Stop. Penny Dreadful had witches. So, I mean, okay. we could just see that there's just a ton, ton, ton of witches um, on TV right now. And so I guess that's finally started to carry over into movies with the witch. Um, so I, I'll be curious to see if that continues on and there's any more. Witches. Witches in the movie. Don't forget Doctor Strange coming out this year. Might be a witch. Uh, well, that's what I was going to ask know, you. At least female magician yeah. aspect, but who knows? As the world's biggest Doctor Strange fan, right, you would know. Right, right, right. Well, now, was there actual witches in Doctor Strange? Uh, not technically, because they, they were sorcerers, not witches. But, I mean, I haven't read every Doctor Strange story, but I'd have to be believe that at some point a, a witchish okay. character would But there's no famous... Uh, no, there's no famous supervillain witches. I was say Enzo would be... Technically the Scarlet Witch is the only yeah. real, and, and even she, she is a, a mutant. Right, Clea was his girlfriend, but yeah. she would technically be considered a sorceress, right? Yeah, and he and she and he taught her, so she yeah, didn't she, start out. Yeah, with she's a sorceress. Yeah, and that's it's important that you mentioned sorceress because I was uh, trying to figure out what exactly is the difference between a witch and a sorceress, and I'm no expert from what what I read. A witch uses magic powers a sorceress as someone who is evil much more power mm-hmm. you know is goes beyond magic per yeah. se yeah right um, right one one is one power comes from the earth the other right. one the other power comes from um, evil or something probably. well like yeah. a like a demon or a or a right. or a universal something or other it depends usually right a god a demon or something yeah well since we're talking about comic book witches uh I believe the very first comic book witch was any guesses? It's either Sabrina or Wendy. Witch Hazel. You, you Wendy, nineteen fifty four. Yep, you just did two. one and two. Right. Yep. Um, right. Uh, Wendy, Wendy, the little good witch. Um, I'm still not a hundred percent sure why she's wearing both. Um, uh, uh, she's wearing footy pajamas with a hood that came to a little point because. Back in the day, that was if you wanted anything supernatural, you watched Casper the Friendly Ghost. And the point they made in the write-up that I read, and I don't know that I ever really thought about this, but she was she was almost an outcast with her family because she was a good witch. Yes, correct. Right? Her aunts... Right. Um, That's why it it's in the title. Thelma, Velma, and Helma, or whatever. They're three. They were triplets or something. Um, were constantly berating her for being a good little witch. That was not a nice thing to say to somebody. We're also missing the elephant in the room, which is Harry Potter. Which well, we, we, we'll, I'm sorry. We'll circle back around. Oh, okay, around. gotcha. But, but oh, aren't the girls the still technically all? Everybody at the school was a wizard. Wizard is a witch, more or less. Female, it, yeah. yeah. We'll, well, we'll circle one, back around to right. that because a that's warlock kind of is. A whole but Sabrina, okay. um, 
uh, uh, yeah, Sabrina, teenage witch. Well, Wendy was Wendy the Good Witch was a Casper the Ghost spinoff. Yes, and then yes, a couple years, about eight, ten eight, years, eight later, years later, there was Sabrina the Teenage on Witch on the Archie Archie yeah, comics, which I also read. Spinoff. Yep, yep. Yeah. And the '60s were a pretty fertile ground for witches because we also had uh, Camilla, Queen of the Norns. Which uh, was a oh. antagonist to Thor in a Journey into Mystery. That right, those were the those were the ones written like um, Prince Valiant. They were really realistic. Um, they were short. They were short comics. They were uh, pure pulp and like four colors, and it was really more adult than kids. Because I tried to read that stuff when I was a little kid. And just, just wasn't into you it. You couldn't you couldn't get into it. It was all too serious. Yeah. Like what the hell are they talking? Well, about? those were those were created by Stan Lee and Jack Kirby. <laughs> um, and then they also uh, what I thought was interesting in the '60s. You also had um, two enchantresses. Yep. There was the enchantress, and then just enchantress. Enchantress. Yep. Q, tell us about the DC uh, Enchantress, just because we know she's going to be coming up. I mean, the big, Suicide Squad. Yeah. Um, what was that? I think if I can re- re- recall. Enchantress in the Suicide Squad is possessed by a demon. It's, I want to say she's an archaeologist. Something to that effect. She goes to the tomb or whatever and is possessed by a demon. And, um, you know, the whole classic story becomes a bad guy, blah, 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 stuff like that. So the demon really So how do they control her? her? Well, what's funny in the original comic book, she was not necessarily a bad uh, a villain. Not a villain. She was at a party, and there was a a, a witch or a spirit there yeah. that is, uh, essentially possessed her to kind of help rid the the castle that they were at of some other evil spirits. That ain't how it went. So she, she's a medium. He, he got, she got a date rape drug. That's what it was. So so she's a medium basically, and got taken over by a spirit. That's yeah. That's could be yeah. You could like. you could say that. You could yeah. say that. So, because most people who are mediums don't know that they have that capability, unless there's an opportunistic spirit, spirit around. Wait, Same no, way with yeah. witches, unless they happen to fall and either wish real hard or say and do something. That's a common theme for people who don't know they're witches. It's not like Sabrina, um, who knew she was a witch because her family's a witch. Right. right. Well, she's only half witch because her mother was mortal. Nice eyes, um, but. It's different when people discover it. That's what's really unique, and especially like Witches of Eastwick. Um, that's what's unique is they had no idea that they were witches. They just, they were, yeah. I got a obscure witch we forgot, uh, unless we're not going to go. We're well, gonna, no, go ahead. Go uh, ahead. Uh, uh, it's it, a comic book? Kind, it's a movie of a comic book. Oh, okay, go ahead. What's Faye up? Dunaway in Supergirl, uh, the uh, villainess uh, was sort of this uh, witch-type yeah, character. Yep. Terrible movie, but lots of fun. That's interesting. Oh, was there was a super. I didn't movie? realize. Yeah, nineteen eighty. Yeah, oh, yeah. Came after Superman three. Helen Slater. And oh. Helen Slater is in the new Supergirl, Supergirl TV show. Yeah. She plays Supergirl's adoptive mother. Oh. So kind of. And Dean Cain's the father. So I'll they bring kinda, it for you next time. Oh, you can borrow cool. it. Cool, that would be it's, great. It's, it's worth a look because Faye right. Dunaway played a witch in Mommy Dearest too. No, I'm sorry. That was a <laughs> that was a bitch. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, well, let's talk about the difference well done, sir. between there's uh, we talked about the enchantress, 
or just Enchantress. What about the Enchantress from Thor, Thor. correct? Yeah, she was a, a villain in Thor. Um, and she also gave the Avengers a hard time in their early issues. Uh, she teamed up with the Executioner, and they got a couple other villains. Oh, so there was right, so, I know that character. The early, yeah, she's blonde hair. She's always yeah. she's in love with Thor, she's right? She's a hottie, yes. just trying to use well, her because feminine he wiles. Her she's, she's forever uh, scorn, shr- scorned shrew right. mode. So that's kind of that... Men seeing the it's a chauvinistic evil, powerful kind of women a, yeah. as bad. Okay, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. All right, it and sounds then, like soap operas, not comic oh, books. Oh, they were those <laughs> right. Stanley ones. Well, were. as the Thor turns, <laughs> as the hammer turns. <laughs> um, Q mentioned uh, a couple of the TV shows. We had uh, what? What did you say again? Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah. No, no, no. The, in the sixties. Um, oh, Bewitched. 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 Yes. Thank you. You guys are forgetting the most famous witch of all. Elvira? No. The Wicked Witch of the West. Well, we, have- no, we were going to get to we're her. We're not there yet, You can't actually, have to talk about her last. Wendy predates her, but that's what, 1956 for uh, Wizard of Oz? No, no that's the 30s. Yeah. What? 39, yeah, 1939. Late 30s. Yeah, we haven't gotten to the classic You're right. movies You're right. yet. Right, so sit there be patient. Okay, I'll sit here and be patient so what and breathe was the, heavily into the I was mic. never a big... <laughs> I was never a big it's Bewitched fan. Fucker. What was the what was the basic premise of Bewitched? Um, New York ad executive uh, mar- finds a beautiful girl, marries her on their wedding night. She says, "Oh, by the way, I need to show you something." Wiggle nose wiggling, and something appears. She sa- um, expresses that she's a witch. He makes her promise to live her life as a mortal, and hijinks ensue. Um, Pretty the, much. The mother, yes, thank you. Well, wait, I thought he was... found her in a bottle on the beach. No. <laughs> that was Oh, master! That was Barbara Eden. That was an awesome show, by the way. What was the question? Better than Bewitched. No, uh, what's, what was the basic... Uh, plot device of the show i wish it was her it was, trying to it, use her powers well, no, without being it, caught well no it wasn't no that's sabrina teenage witch the the thing with bewitched was she was constantly having a problem with her family did not ac- uh, accept the fact it's like look you're you're a witch you you come from a, uh, a family of witches you can't deny your heritage so her mother her uncle her mother was the best one and you know she was in Citizen Kane. Yeah, Agnes really? Moorhead. Yeah, Agnes Moorhead. Um, she was a big time actress. Yeah. Um, the, the fact is that they were constantly antagonizing um, Darren, the the husband, and tricking uh, Samantha into using her power. And the only way uh, she could get him out of these things was to use her power and he would constantly say no so they were always working on it. and that was literally the recurring theme of every show mother-in-law shrinks him to a mouse you got to get me out of this uh, Dr. Bombay comes in and screws something up and uh, she loses her power and she can't save him um, and my my favorite character from the show was um, uh, Paul Lynn, who would constantly... Uncle Arthur. Yeah. Uncle Arthur, who would snap his fingers and turn into a walking skeleton. Um, he was hysterical. I need to get that show. Yeah, yeah, me too now. Yeah, absolutely. Not as you it think was, about it. Oh, Samantha! <laughs> <laughs> um, there, was a lot of, there was a lot of famous... Wasn't her father... Maurice. Yes. The guy from Rosemary's Baby. Yeah. Hutch, There's, Hutch, a lot Rosemary's of famous Baby. people were on that show at least a half dozen times. Another constant thing was the Snoopy neighbor. Yeah. 
and the cra- uh, Mrs. Kravitz. Yeah. She would be p- constantly peeping out her window, watching something that happened. Abner was at the the the, ta- the uh, 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 kitchen table, reading his newspaper, having his breakfast, and. She would say, Abner, Abner, something just happened. And he's like, yeah, sure it did. Okay, fine. And then stuff would just keep happening. And they, I mean, horrible things happened to Mrs. Kravitz because she just wouldn't mind her own business. <laughs> well, I don't know if this is true, but I heard that um, uh, that show was based on a 1942 movie. Maybe yeah, loosely by, inspired. Oh. Renee Claire. I Married a Witch starring Veronica Lake and yeah. Frederick March. Yep. Yeah. Now is oh, that is the what? premise I think, I kind of so. the same? Uh, right. I imagine it's probably loosely based on it, but uh, yeah, I mean that would be my guess. But I don't, I don't think it's a direct. Or they okay. probably would have called it "I Married a Witch." Yeah. I, so yeah. it was more inspired by it was essentially a romantic comedy. Yeah, kind of like American Graffiti inspired Happy Days, probably type yes. of thing. Okay, I got you. Well, just a few years before that, as we alluded to, the most famous witch of all time appeared in 1939. Georgia of Hamilton, Oz. when she wasn't trying to sell us Maxwell House coffee. Yes, the Wicked Witch of the West. I'll get you. It's Margaret my Hamilton, pretty. by the way. Your Margaret, little dog Margaret Hamilton. Too. You said Georgia Hamilton. Did I? Yeah. Oh, Margaret Hamilton. You're Margaret right. Hamilton. Sorry. So. And uh, I think what's important about Damn dyslexia, Wizard of Oz, and 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 Margaret Hamilton is that I think she pretty much defined what a witch was in people's minds for pretty much ever the since. The rest of time. Yeah. That classic kind of green hook nose, green skin, evil dower, you know, pointy, uh, pointy, pointy hat, rides a broom. Yeah, you know, I all believe of the... she was like a librarian too before they, you know, when she was hired to be the witch. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, oh, that's interesting. Those librarians. <laughs> I, I was just about to say, like, okay, never mind. Okay, now this here's wow, what's you interesting. Right. He really is an asshole. Um, <laughs> What's interesting is uh, Wizard of Oz was not the first appearance of witches in movies. There's actually an infamous uh, 1922 Danish movie called Haxen, which for the time was quite shocking because it was loaded with nudity, gore, sexual situations, and it essentially positioned the theory that witches, uh, you know, historical period witches, were sufferers of mental illness. Right. So instead of being the, you know, uh, disenfranchised, powerless women trying to kind of take their place in society, this said basically, well, if you're a witch, you're just crazy. <laughs> you know? Looney bin. Yeah, exactly. That's all that Belladonna. So it's, 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 if you're interested in finding kind of a, a, an obscure witch, you know, black and white, obviously, silent movie, um, but check it out. Isn't I, that available in the Criterion Collection? I believe so. That's a that's a good bet. <laughs> I, don't, I, think, I, don't I believe know for that sure, film but. is available in Criterion. Hexan was also the name of the production company that did Blair Witch Project. I wonder if they. Uh, oh, that's interesting. Did that I, as a tribute? I bet you they did. I bet you they did. Okay. Well, speaking of uh, uh, of uh, tributes, there was a uh, a whole series of Disney movies. That were kind of inspired by the classic fairy tale version of of witches. Um, I've oh, got a yeah. list here. Um, Maleficent. Exactly. Yes, both the cartoon version and they did a the film version with Angelina Jolie. Yeah. Which again was kind of a, a, a feminist twist on the story where. 
Melissa, Maleficent was more the victim right. who then kind of fought back against the, right. the evil king. And I guess technically in that she was a fairy. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. But very witch-like, so I guess. Well, she had a, she had a, she was a fairy, and the, the local king tore her wings off, and he gained all of his power from her wings, and it wasn't until, what, his stepdaughter went in, got saved, got protected, and came back, got the wings, gave them back, and then uh, she, well, spoiler, so she recovered and beat the shit out of him, displaced him, and put the girl on the throne. So. Yeah, the Maleficent movie kind of positions that taking of the wings is almost like a rape, a yeah. date rape of yeah. sorts, you know, So, which is why I thought that one for a Disney movie was was pretty right because powerful. she was trying to protect the woods. Yes, the king was trying to expand and take over the territory, and all the the nature's creatures needed a protector. And Maleficent stood up to to stand up against the the humans. In fact, that whole movie is the humans really are the bad guys. Yes, yes. but see, wasn't Maleficent the um, the the mother, the stepmother in Sleeping Beauty? She was in Sleeping Beauty, yes. Yeah, right. she's the no, she's the villain. She's the in bad Sleeping guy Beauty. in Sleeping right. Beauty. But but Maleficent is supposed to be the retelling of that story. Wow. Well, no, it was the prequel of is Sleeping that, is Beauty. That what it right? I just don't like these uh, reimagining where Maleficent suddenly a good guy rather than a bad. You know, oh it? no, she was she was she was not in Sleeping Beauty. She was evil. She right, was a, but she well, turned into a dragon. Yeah, and the Angelina whole was still evil, but with a. Uh, a origin story right, to kind right. of show you why she was evil. Like, yeah. yeah. So uh, Disney, uh, in the very first animated feature film of all time, had probably, besides Wizard of Snow Oz... Snow White? Had, yes, correct. Had one of the, probably the most classic uh, evil witches of all time. Right. The uh, reason I don't eat apples to this day. <laughs> Is that why? <laughs> yes. Just don't take them from old ladies. That's right. And then oh, you need to hang around a lot of old ladies. <laughs> Look who's talking. An apple Me a too. day. <laughs> okay, so Disney also had because of that that early success in Sleeping Beauty. Obviously, we are in Snow White. We talked about Sleeping Beauty, but even in some uh, uh, of their more contemporary movies, we had Ursula the Sea Witch. Right, I was going to say oh, the, the octopus. Yeah, the, octopus in the, little, in the little Mermaid. Uh, right, who then, also appeared, I believe, in uh, Once Upon a Time. The, the was she in Once Upon a Time? I think they brought in all the witches on that. Well, you know what? Everybody in Once Upon a Time was in a Disney movie. Yes. I was about to say they. It started off as as a uh, fiction from the the novels. It, no, it but no, was. then they all of a sudden it just became all about because, Disney characters. Because Disney owns ABC and ABC owns. Yeah, they're just Once recycling all their well, characters. No, I'm just okay. Never mind. Go ahead. And so the, we've got uh, we have uh, Queen Nerissa from Enchanted. That was a big hit a while back. Oh yeah, with yeah, Susan yeah. Sarandon, and then we've got uh, Entangled, which was a great yeah, yeah, yeah. Her mother, Rapunzel, right? yeah. Mother Rapunzel's Gothel, mother. Yeah. Hurtle, whatever you call it. Yeah. And then even in Emperor's New Groove, we had. Oh yeah, she was a witch. Well, how did you say? How do you say the name? Iza, Iza. Is is it? I don't know. How do you spell it? Y Z A. Yeah, Isa. I think John Travolta knows the name of that one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Mandel. Yes, and then you've got a witch and sword in the stone. Uh, Beauty and the Beast doesn't a witch turn him into the beast? Yeah, yeah she doesn't technically appear. Right, but, but she's, she's she turns him into the, the catalyst the of the story. Yeah, right. yeah. Bed, then, not, bed knobs and broomsticks. I was just going to bring up good old uh, Angela Lansbury. Yeah, Angela Lansbury. Right, yep. and then there was The Rock. Go ahead, anybody, anybody. The Rock. Bueller. 
Bueller, no. Um, Escape to Witch Mountain. Oh, yeah. The great remake. Wait a minute. That's the remake, <laughs> no, that was... though. What about the original? <laughs> I know, but I don't know who's well, in who the original. The there the was original. no rich witch. It was I, just a mountain. It's a mountain. I know, but it's a witch, and it's a movie, and it's, and it's Disney. That's where I, I was going say, with it. I want no witch That's what there. we call a stretch. <laughs> like Mark's pants? <laughs> 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 Wanna play this game with me today, boy? We can go. Okay. Well, you know, I need to have him yeah, but, when I have this human. But that was perfect sci-fi too, because the kids were aliens. That's true. That is sci-fi. Right, right. Okay, so let's talk about we touched on this earlier. Harry Potter. All of the females, are they technically witches? I the students are all technically wizards, but the teachers they get some separated. of them are called witches. They got the witch hats. Yeah. They, everybody has a witch hat in that movie. Oh, no, Harry Potter does. I don't know. I don't watch Well, Bella, Bellatrix Lestrange is clearly a witch, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, she's a witch. That we know for sure. And then what about the teacher? Uh, is it... Uh, Maggie Smith's yeah, character. Maggie Smith is a witch. Yeah. She's a witch. She's right. a witch. She wears the hat. Yep. Was it and then what about Harry the, Potter's mom? Wasn't she a witch? She was a magician, so, so I don't know. So technically she would be a witch, right? Okay. No, she's a magician. It's different. She's Magi- a wizard, I magic guess. Can be, magic can be learned. Yeah, but it's I It's not thought... necessarily innate. Now, what are, there are male witches, correct? Warlocks. Right. No. Warlocks. Warlocks are not... Warlocks and witches are two different things. Well, the only problem, though, Brad, is you're right. In terms of like general definition, these are different things, but these movies and books and stories kind of make up their own ideas right, as of what a witch of, is and what right, a but wizard it, is. True, but there's a difference between where they get their power and what level of power they're at. Like Merlin's a wizard, but then so is Harry Potter. But are they anything alike? You Not know, in so the that's, same. No, and there's the. But Harry Potter's more like a witch in the sense. Yes, of, yes, I will agree with so, you. So, but I, I, I. My only condition is that I don't believe a warlock. Warlocks are servants. Witches are independent. Again, it depends on which definition you're going yeah, well, by. Well, warlock, yeah. for all intents and purposes, is Somebody's simply a male have to witch. Go rewrite okay, Wikipedia yeah. is all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, because it was. You're going to do that tonight, yeah, Mark. I, you you've seen that uh, the classic movie Warlock, right, with Julian Sands? Yes. Oh yeah, that was yes, a good. Right. One. What's you don't remember the uh, the plot synopsis of Not that? Not really. Okay. I just remember it was a demon movie based. about a male witch, oh, which demon. is a warlock. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> it, and that's kind of what that's kind of what the the, the prevailing thought is is that so, witches have witches have the power. Warlocks are bequeathed the power. They're given the power by somebody else, so usually witches, a demon. Witches learn the power. Witches witches books get their power from Gaia. And, this is Brad's definition only, folks. Yeah. Well, it's it's been the prevailing thing since from the books that I get from the fucking library. <laughs> okay, so Hermione, Granger, Luna Lovegood, Ginny Weasley, those are not necessary they are not necessarily well, are they witches. witches. No, they're not. They're using the term wizard as a generic term to cover males and females, but okay. I would say if any given movie like Hocus Pocus, those witches act the same as the wizards in Harry Potter. Okay, you know? I see, I see. All right, so now... It's a semantic thing. Brad, you had a list, correct? I have a list. The ruffling of paper. And this Ooh, is a... It out uh, at the library. Ten sexiest witches from TV or movies. Are you now? Are you starting from the starting from ten? The, okay, the lowest first. Okay, and I don't necessarily agree with everything on this list, but that, I think it's compelling. Now these are the sexiest, not the most powerful. 
That is absolutely correct. Okay. Who do you want to fuck? Unless you're attracted, so to, unless you're attracted to power, you know. That's yeah, true. But yeah. this is, I'm pretty sure this is the, 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 the fuck it list. So this okay. is a, just this a, is a super fi- <laughs> superficial. Yes, absolutely. Sexist. Absolutely. And you wonder why this your is... wife hates the show. <laughs> <laughs> she she really loves just, me. I was going to say she really just hates you and yeah. she can't break it to you. Yeah, right? Well, okay. I'll accept that too. Okay. Let's continue. <laughs> Sarah Jessica Parker in Hocus Pocus. So now I know what you're thinking. She's got she's got warts the size of New Jersey on her face. In a face that looks like a foot. It does. Right. It's a horse. <laughs> Next. So this is this is I'm just gonna give you the I'm just gonna give you the first line of this. Some people don't like the way Sarah Jessica Parker looks these days. I was just laughing. But you have to admit that there was a time when she was smoking hot. And now and you understand this is twenty two years loose. ago. Footloose. Yeah. LA yeah. story. Yeah. She looked great. Early nineties. Yeah. Yeah. Early nineties. Yeah. You would knock people down to to dip your wick in that. Okay. No? Really? Uh, no. Next. Yes, next. Uh Monica Bellucci in The Brothers Grimm. Oh, we didn't that? talk about that. Yeah, she okay. was hot. Okay. She was Monica Bellucci on any list is yeah, ranks well. Pretty, she could be yeah, in a bucket good. of shit and still look hot. Exactly. And it, I, I think it's funny that we don't think of Matt Your Damon. Your analogies are just terrible today. Uh, yeah. Matt Damon and, and the late Heather uh Heather uh Heath Led Heather Ledger. Oh my god. No wonder he killed himself. He has a girl's name. Heath Damn! Ledger. Because they got that action. He's named after a candy bar. Yeah, that's right, exactly. All right, we're running long in All time. Right, sorry, quickly, sorry. Quickly. Melissa Jones. Hart, Sabrina, teenage witch. Cute, cute. Okay. Yeah, she was cute. cute. Well, cute. yeah, there was plenty of there was plenty of porn generated from, Next. from that show. <laughs> Alyssa Hannigan and Amber Benson, the the lesbian witches. You uh, goddamn uh, right. You <laughs> goddamn <laughs> right. On what show for people who don't? Buffy know? the Buffy Vampire the Slayer. Thank you. Hell nice. yeah, yeah, that's all the reason I watched it. Okay, sorry. Know, Nicole man. Kidman and Sandra Bullock in Practical Magic. Okay. Now, again, this is late 90s. Sandra Bullock in anything. Except speed. I, I'm okay. more of a Nicole Kidman yeah, fan I, I think I'm astronaut outfit. Yeah. Eyes wide yeah. shut. If I, if I have to listen to one more story of Sandra Bullock talking about her kids, I may All have right, to what, kill All right, what's the next number the here? The cast of Charmed. What, number what, five. Number five, okay. Number five. So that's the entire cast. Now, Shannon that, Doherty. Okay. Now, who was the Alyssa or, Milano. Who was the original cast? Because wasn't there a replacement? Shannon Doherty. Shan- Shan- yeah. yeah. Um, Alyssa Milano, Shannon Doherty, and Holly Marie Combs. Right. But so who got replaced? Got Doherty. Shannon Doherty uh, held out for money, and they said... And they replaced her with the girl in the Rose McGowan. Rose McGowan. Oh yes, yeah. Who was uh, dated and almost married uh, Marilyn Manson? Now, did she play the same character, or did she? No, it's different character. So they wrote her off. Another sister. She also ruined Robert Rodriguez's marriage too. I got that from his nieces. Okay, okay, next, number four. Yes. Number four, Helen Mirren in Excalibur. Ah. Now, Ooh, I know we totally happened. forgot about that one. Yeah. She was hot in that movie. And yeah. this is like We're 40, forgetting a lot of shit. Helen Mirren still today, I think, she's, looks hot. Right. She's yeah. great. Look at movie in Red. Yes. She was awesome. Yeah, she's she, she wasn't bad. She's a gilf. Now, this, is, this one I totally forgot a grandma. about. Grandma. Kelly Who in The Scorpion King. Oh. oh shit! You are exactly right. You. She was. Oh, a yes. Q's got a penis. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't oh be my, that's it's more, like the Groundhog's Day. Did it see more information than I need? Yeah, that <laughs> was a big shadow too. Yep, number, dark shadow. Number two. Yeah, all right. White shadow. Number two. Let's put it like this. I'm gonna use the force. <laughs> 
Oh my, yeah. See, there you have it. A right, light number, dagger. Number two, all the ladies in craft. Okay. Um, what the hell is craft? I've never the even craft. heard of that. The craft. The craft. The craft. The craft. Robin, yeah, Robin Tunney, Nev Campbell, Feruza Bulk, and yeah. uh, Rachel True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah, that, yeah. that was, you know, the whole time you're going, wow, I wonder what it would be like if, you know, balls across the nose ideas and all that, but... And then all of a sudden they got like evil, and there's you know that Feruza bulk was just you left crazy. out a big one. Oh, Wait, no. they're still Wait. number one. Oh, I'm we sorry. No, let's one. see if you got it. And I don't know if I 100 percent agree with this. Margaret Hamilton. No. <laughs> Elvira. Oh, Elvira, the mistress that's a good of the one. night. That's a good one. And that then she like just said. won because of her tits. Okay, Nick, okay. who are you thinking of? Well, in recent in recent years, a very sexy witch, and I thought she was one of the best things about the movie, is in uh, Oz the Great and Powerful. Oh, um, what's oh, her name? Oh, Mila Kunis. Rachel Vice. No, Mila Kunis. Mila Kunis. Oh, Mila Kunis. Yeah, you know what? She was really. She was okay, really good. Okay, but what about what yeah. about uh, what's her name from uh, Snow White and the Husband? Oh yeah, Kristen Stewart. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah she's a witch. Yeah, but she only she's has a one arm. No, she got two. She only needs one. one. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I guess you're she's right. got a mouth still, right? <laughs> <laughs> Comics perverts <laughs> sci-fi. <laughs> And don't uh, forget the upcoming Huntsman movie. You got like the Ice Witch, oh, whatever, yeah. by Emily yeah. Blunt. Okay, yeah. yeah. That's hot as hell. You know, Emily, we, Emily Blunt, definitely. Well, we, we didn't talk about The Last Witch Hunter, which was that. Uh, oh, man, that was an awesome movie. I love that movie. It came out this past year. I with, forgot all about that. Was Vin that? Diesel. Vin yeah. Diesel. Yeah. Is that any good? The Iron yes, Guy. it's awesome. Is it really? Okay. Yeah. And then there was another we movie. We can't forget yeah. about Meryl Streep in the woods. Continuity and action. Okay. Yeah, it's really worth seeing. Mark, who did you say? Meryl Streep in the woods. That's into true. the woods, yeah, into the yeah, woods, yeah. and then oh, uh, oh she was nuts. You could even I say mean, I that, the movie, uh, but she was nuts. She was the, the paranormal activity movies are also premised on oh. a coven that. Exactly. Yeah, well, what, what? I can't think of her name. Hansel and Gretel, the main witch in Hansel and Gretel. Oh, yeah, I'm yeah, drawing Baba a blank myself. But uh, here's some in, other uh, witch movies. Bob. Julia Child, she's always trying to cook something. Right. No, Bob, yeah. <laughs> Bob in the in the grim fairy tales, which is what Hansel and Gretel is from. The the okay. and, and Baba Yaga is one of the most awesome and powerful witches in all of the grim stories, and that's who's in that cottage. Okay, here's a couple of uh, no, other witch movies in- that we haven't talked about. Let's just plow through those real quick. Um, my favorite witch. Just because this was one of the earliest sex scenes I saw up on the big screen Uh-oh. was uh, from Conan the Barbarian, Uh-oh. 1982. Oh, man. Okay. And that movie sticks out in my mind because... That's the, not all that sticks out. The, <laughs> the buddy I was with said, why is she getting so mad? Is it because Conan's so heavy? He's crushing her? <laughs> I, said, I said, nope, I don't think that's the problem there. For me, He throws Jameson. her right in the fire, too, I remember. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead, Q. Oh, you're for talking me, about Jen, the actress, not yeah, the actual that, character. No, yeah. For Sorry. me, Jensen. I can't think of Oh, Fomke. Oh, Fomke Johnson Fomke. from yeah. X-Men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Her. She's a beauty. She's what a beauty. was she a witch in? Hansel and Gretel. She was the main antagonist. With, with, with Hawkeye. I didn't see that movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, her. Right, so let's quickly, we, we're running along in time. Let's quickly plow through the rest of these. Um, we did not talk about Kiki's Delivery Service. I meant to bring that up when we were talking about oh, Disney. Oh, oh, oh. That uh, is the uh, cartoon. Hayao Miyazaki. Yeah, Miyazaki. 1989. That's an awesome movie. Japanese animated movie. Yeah. And that is great. Ghibli Go check Studios. Check that out. 
it's asked, you know, it's it's really for kids, but yeah, no, any, it's good. Anyone could like that it's good. movie. Um, we also forgot about the Conjuring that had a very spooky witch in that, even though it wasn't, you know, central to the plot. Um, uh, we also had in 2012 Lords of Salem, which I know you saw, Mark. Yeah, the Rob was, Zombie movie. Yeah, that was bad. Oh, that one. Okay, <laughs> so, and not in a good way. So we should not recommend that. No. What was Q? the movie? When oh shit, I can't think. It's okay. the same guy that did the mist. Frank Darabont? The fog? No, the yeah, movie yeah. yeah, and then the she steam? went to the town and the town was uh had the witch in it, but it had all the ghost people and at night the horn was sound and you had to run to the church to be safe. Was that a video game? No, that Silent Hill. That's a video game. No, but it's a movie. It's too. a movie they too. Made a movie, yeah, yeah. M Night Shyamalan. Yeah, I know that, but wasn't the movie based on the? Uh, yeah, based yeah. on the video yeah, but game. But it's yeah. still a movie, and it's yeah. still a witch. But it's based on a video game. Okay, yeah. so is we, it not a witch in the damn movie? Okay. Uh, next, we've got Drag Me to Hell, which was 2009. Uh, gypsies count as witches? It. And well, she was technically a gypsy, gypsy, but she looked and acted a lot like, like a, a witch. Yeah. yeah, a gypsy witch. I yeah. Mean. And then one of the classic, classic uh, horror movies of all time is the 1977 Italian horror movie, Suspiria, mm-hmm. with the young Jennifer Connelly. And the witches Ooh, that were running the, uh, the ballet the school. school. The yeah. ballet school. The oh, ballet school, sorry, yep. Yeah. And there was actually a, a, a pseudo-remake of that in 2006 called The Woods, and Bruce Campbell actually had a little cameo on that, if anyone wants to check it out. And then George Romero, who did uh, all of the zombie Night of the Living Dead movies, he did a 1973 movie called Season of the Witch. Oh, yeah. And just, yep. be- just before that, you had a movie in 71 called The Girl Slaves of Morgana Le Fay, which was more of kind of like a softcore lesbian porn movie. Um, she's in a, she's and then a you character got, in the comic books. Too. You got Burn Witch Burn in 1962. Oh, yeah, yeah. Black Sunday, Mario Bava movie, 1960. Right. Um, so, yeah. There, and I'm what about sure the Devils? Remember the Devils? Devils was Vanessa Redgrave. Yeah, was that a witch film. movie? Yeah, well, they were kind Devil of like it was a witch uh, type movie. Okay. Um, it was up, it was kind of a couple other there, witch just... cameos uh, in the classic uh, pumpkin head. The witch lived out in the swamp that conjured up the oh, pumpkin cool. head creature. Cool. Um, there were the in Clash of the Titans, the original with Harry Hamlin. There were the three witches that yeah. were inspired oh, by the, the Macbeth witches. The Macbeth the witches, three, the three yep. blind witches. Sure, yeah, and those are a couple more I just thought of. Very cool, very cool. Let's us uh, because we're way over on time as usual. Let's quickly take it around the horn. If anyone has any recommendations, they don't necessarily have to be geeky or not. I'm going to throw out there. Um, go to YouTube. Check out the Paramount Pictures YouTube channel because they've put a lot of their schlockier movies up on their channel for free in their entirety. Wow. Now, they're not HD, but you've got basically all of the, uh, the canon films are up there. Nice. So you got a lot of, uh, you know, action movies. you got a lot of horror movies, some sci-fi movies. Uh, the one I was watching this week was the... Uh, I don't know if you want to call it a classic, but uh, I remember it fondly. Masters of the Universe. <laughs> that's up there for wa- to watch. It's a canon the, film. That had yep. the sorceress in it. Yes, exactly, exactly. So that's, uh, that's my big uh, recommendation. And then also Best Buy has on sale the graphic novel and DVD Blu-ray combo discs. So for under $20, you can get the DC 
animated movie on Blu-ray and DVD, and then it comes packaged with the graphic novel that the movie was based on. So which movie? For under twenty bucks, various titles. Pretty much all oh, of other animated. Pretty much all of those DC animated movies they oh, have. Packaged and I would like together. to recommend the DC uh, film, The Flashpoint Paradox. That's what okay. I would like to recommend. All right, Q. Any recommendations this week? What are you watching on TV? Anything new? Uh, Air on Flash getting really good. So nothing new. Okay, Brad. Damn. <laughs> well, we're long on time. Yeah, I. Uh, Again, no, it doesn't have to be geeky. Stay the course. Um, watch the last episode of uh, uh, X Files. Uh, keep watching uh, Lucifer. Keep watching Legends of Tomorrow. Um, yes, X Files tomorrow night, Monday night is the last of the six new yeah. episodes. So fingers crossed that they bring it back. There'll be more. Yeah. Fox already said they want to do more. Oh, great. Okay. Yeah. And, and then Nick? of course Zootopia comes out on the sixth. So I'm. Uh... Oh, Gods of Egypt comes out this Friday. Next week, yeah. So we'll be oh, talking right. about that in the uh, the new movie section. So yeah, so you we'll check that out. Uh, no spoilers whatsoever, but I finished uh, the final season of Downton Abbey, and Downton Abbey fans, you'll love it. Uh, just like the whole series, it's perfect. And then also, not it's sort of a half recommendation. I did read the novelization of The Force Awakens. Uh, Alan Dean Foster wrote it. Who who uh, ghost wrote the original Star Wars novel, even though George Lucas gets the byline, and he also wrote the very first non Star Wars. Uh, Adventure that came after the first Star Wars novel called Splinter of the Mind's Eye, which inter- interestingly enough has Luke and Leia has Luke and Leia fighting Darth Vader with a lightsaber, and Luke loses, and Leia has to fight him. Very much like how The Force Awakens, how Finn lost, and then Rey had to fight Kylo Ren. I thought that was very reminiscent of Splinter of the Mind's Eye. But my point is, just a couple. If you don't want to read the novel or spend the money on it. There were a couple of small revelations in it that weren't in the movie, uh, or there were three that stuck out. One, it is confirmed that in uh, Ray's flashback, when Luke puts his mechanical hand on R2's head, it is the Jedi Temple burning in the background, so she has a vision of that. When Ray <coughs> grabs the lightsaber from Kylo Ren when they're fighting over it with the Force, and Ray actually catches it, Kylo Ren turns to Ray and says, it is you. So... She is someone that they know exists and it was confirmed when she was the one who caught the lightsaber. And the final other little thing was in the scene where Han and Leia first see each other again, uh, the author describes them as husband and wife looking at each other. So they apparently are married, even though they're not a couple when the movie starts. So those are the big things I I got out of the book. Um, Otherwise, just see the movie again. And that should be called The Widow Leia. (laughs) The Widow Leia, yes. Okay, and uh, before we wrap it up, I just wanted to mention the Crafty Witch, which is the new Able Ideas character coming out this year, uh, since it's kind of on point, on topic. Um, it's a cute title. Yeah, it's, so she'll be appearing in the in the calendar first, which uh, they're going to put out at the Motor City Comic Con this May, and then that character will also be appearing in uh, Vicious, the Vamp Killer, at number two, issue number two, and then uh, assuming that that character does well, we're gonna see her maybe in her own spinoff uh, book. But we'll post some of those. Uh, they've got some uh, some pics and some images uh, of the the crafty witch character, and uh, we'll post those on our, our on our Facebook. Uh, page and instagram and all that other stuff so i guess uh brad i guess it's time to wrap things up Ooh, and it only seems like yesterday when no never mind 
Uh, well, it's been podcast number nine with the superpowered, mild-mannered The Q. The Q. And everything you wanted in a rude son of a bitch and more, Mark Meyer. Thank you. That's you're welcome. And of course, our own personal power man, America's sweetheart. That's right, America's sweetheart. And the man on the boards, uh, Dan Roshan, who you wouldn't hear a word we said if it wasn't for him. <laughs> this is Brad Levin with Comic Experience Sci-Fi, reminding you to go to ableideas.com and buy some books. Go to Comic Experience Sci-Fi and send us all an email. We want to hear from you. And come back next week when hopefully by some major magic I will be here with the rest for Podcast 10 and see you next time.